0: Today on the Homes Real Estate Podcast, we are talking about VA loans, and if you are selling your home, should you consider accepting a VA offer? Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? I'm Peter Toring. And I'm Chris Van Bell. And this is the Homes Real Estate Podcast, talking everything Southeastern Michigan real estate, and we are getting Chris right before he hops on a plane to go to Mexico for a couple of days. <laughs> Pretty excited, not.
1: Not that I want to go be somewhere hot, but hey, the wife likes Cana, so we're going. That's
0: hey, happy wife, happy life. So no, that's right. we were we we're talking with this because we had some we've had difficulty in the past with sellers having problems with VA offers. We have a lot of VA buyers here in our Cobalt Banker office right down the street from Selfridge uh, Air Base. So we have a lot of military personnel or veterans coming in and out, you know, in and out and, and through our office.
1: Absolutely. And you know, we have that, we've got the arsenal, we still got the tank plant. Um we got a lot of vets around here and um, what i'm finding is there's a lot of uneducated realtors that mm-hmm. are talking to their clients who
0: now feel that they're educated by the uneducated realtors
1: and they're not accepting VA.
0: Yeah, and the, the so here's a couple common things i hear. Number one common problem is oh there's a whole bunch of hoops i have to jump through, which is just blatantly no blatantly false. The the only additional hoops that you have to run through are you need a WDI pest inspection, which mm-hmm. most home inspectors are basically going to do while they're out there, anyways. Uh, and then the appraisal is a little bit more complex, but not much.
1: It's not going to affect the the seller per se, unless there's something that the VA wants fixed. And I think that's where we run into some of the problems.
0: Yeah, the there, there's no different hoops in underwriting. There's no, you know, real additional. But a lot of there is certainly on the buy side. There's a lot of things you have to be aware of on a VA loan. From a seller, very little should change in the process. Now, what you brought up brings me to point number two, which is, oh, I've heard that the, you know they're going to make me rebuild my whole house and add an addition on and destroy a bathroom. Uh, again, so let's talk about what actually is is in the inspection component of the VA appraisal. Well, here's,
1: here's where the misconception happens is a lot of times um, they call it a VA inspection instead of the VA appraisal. Um, so, what they do is a very, very soft inhabitability in, inspection during the appraisal. So, um, the buyer is going to have their own inspection first, and you guys are going to, any seller's going to have to take care of those items. Then the VA is going to run through, and they're, they're just looking at really specific safety and inhabitability, uh, inhabitability items.
0: Yeah, they, they're called the MPRs, which is the minimum property requirements. The, what they're looking for is, like Chris said, safety issues. So the main things that we see getting smacked are lack of GFCIs in kitchens and bathrooms. You, you do need the, to have those. That's a shock hazard. Uh, we see a lot of, uh, if you have a tripping hazard on your cement. Peeling paint. Now, this is, that's one that I get a lot of pushback on, but there is a reason for it. So if there's peeling paint that is, uh, especially if it's, the house was built before 1978, now the VA standard doesn't indicate that it has to be. Right. age of the property. I oh,
1: uh, don't care. I <clears throat> don't care at all.
0: But the reason for that is before 1978, here in this country, we used lead-based paint. So that is, of course, a safety hazard. And VA wants to make sure that their uh, you know, members aren't exposed to any, any lead-based paint hazards. Uh, I do see broken window panes occasionally. Again, that's a safety issue. Right, but absolutely. It's,
1: um, another big one, especially on newer or newish construction, if you don't have a deck or patio built on a sliding door, you're going to have to secure that and make sure that you cannot get out that door. And or you can easy. add on wood steps. Or so. you can put the wood steps for now, mm-hmm. but sometimes like a little four-inch block of,
0: you know, one-inch wood screwed up into the top so you can't physically open the door works also. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally, we see handrails, but it's it's stuff that, mm-hmm. number one, it's stuff that the home inspector is going to, to find, you know, want done as well. These are not normally things that we say, oh, you can totally let it slide. Uh, and number two, they're not normally huge expenses. Uh, the only real big expense I've had is that we did have a, you know, property that had water in their basement or, you know, at least passed and the client still wanted to go ahead. So they did say, listen, obviously there's water in the basement. This is a, you know, mold issue and you got to get it right. replaced. And I had so, mold in fixed. the attic
1: before too. Um, and um, for some reason it wasn't caught on the inspection and there it was. So, but it's safety and habitability issues. That's it. Um, simple stuff and with a good agent with a good realtor that's listing your property especially in these areas that we're in where we really fully support our va and that's mm-hmm. and we want them in there we're going to go over this with you right at the listing presentation oh yeah
0: we actually walk through the house and we say hey if you want to accept va or if you're in a lower price point and you want to accept fha mm-hmm. here is what they will be looking for so and like i said normally it's I, w- I would say i probably get inspection requests or i'm sorry repair requests on maybe one out of every five appraisals because we do a good job as agents too on the buy side of making sure that a property that's going to get flagged left and right we know mm. about that going in <laughs>
1: that's a whole nother a whole nother podcast man mm. I, I think i got a uh, reinspect on my last five out of five that's crazy <laughs> uh, and it is a
0: lot of it is an you know an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure and we try and <laughs> you know steer buyers away from properties that are going to have a ton of you know va buyers away from properties that are going to have real va issues
1: well because we're experiencing in there when we're working with our buyers we know what to look for and we know what the the major things are if we see like a three three inch separation on cement or a huge heave that's absolutely mm-hmm. going to you know knock you on your face we're going to let people know hey this might not pass
0: but yeah or we have for so what i try and do as a buyer's agent if i've got a seller that is nervous about the VA loan I let them know one thing or a couple of things number one like we said no difference in process uh number two the the inspection is very very reasonable uh mm-hmm. and then we try and warn them hey I think we might have an issue with x so do you want to you Absolutely. know preliminarily take care of it uh I do have you know for concrete I always let them know hey listen I have a guy that comes out and feathers it out to VA standard it's like a couple hundred bucks yeah absolutely uh no big deal now the third thing that people wonder about is what about any extra fees to the seller there's not a lot the only
1: thing that i'm really aware of is a wood destroying insect um but a lot of times for convenience i take care of it or like we mentioned earlier some of our our inspectors they provide it Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times at no cost to our our buyers Mm -hmm. or the buyer in general so as a seller um if the chips fall right, you may not have to pay for that, and it's, it's only about ninety bucks.
0: Yeah, I've, anywhere from, you know, between seventy-five hundred bucks. The the one of the fee that you might end up with if you do have to have a reinspection is you might end up getting stuck with a reinfect a reinspection fee. It's like one hundred and fifty bucks.
1: And that depends how the PA reads, and um, you know if there's any uh, amend, addendums or amendatory clauses.
0: Mm-hmm. Now the other thing is, so what we want to differentiate is between the there are a lot of costs that a buyer is not allowed to pay. But the seller sees that and thinks, well, I'm going to end up getting stuck with them. What happens a lot of times, your lender end up, ends up taking a couple of fees off. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes your agents take a couple of fees off, like we don't charge our um, processing fee on it. Right. So there's a couple of other fees that we end up not charging, but it, those fees do not normally translate to the seller.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Again, that's things that the VA expects. Now, right now, um, the VA, we got a whole new um, revised version of the appraisal um, that came out. So um, you and I are both in the process of reviewing that talking mm-hmm. to some of our lenders. That way we can give you another podcast update on that,
0: too. Yeah, and we'll have a lender on to, to kind of go over a couple of those things. Um, the, the other thing that people worry about with VA loans is it's a zero-down loan. Is it a weak buyer? <laughs> so, number one, the VA loan is government-backed. So you're not really worried about there. The second thing is, I, and this is a little bit anecdotal, but I have the exact same closure rate with VA as I do with conventional. Absolutely. Um, so there's nothing to worry about there. And the other thing, too, is the there's no skipping on underwriting. So just because it is zero down doesn't mean that, number one, the buyer has to pay no costs. Um, but it does mean that they, you know, they obviously get, to get out of a down payment. But I have not seen they're still looking at income. They're still looking at a bunch of other things. I would argue that especially with active military – the VA loan is a better loan because. So if you're if you're not familiar with the military community at all, they actually get what is called BAH or Basic Allowance for Housing. Yep. They're not going to have a job change. They're not going to have you know, they're not going to get a demotion or get you know, uh, you're you're not worried about that income changing. So no, it's very clear cut.
1: And I'd almost rather I don't want to say rather, but you know, I I would prefer the VA over an FHA. A lot of times, these these military folks are extremely strong buyers. Hmm. Um, like you just said, the, you know, a lot of times they have awesome credit, awesome payment history, awesome everything, and they are just incredible buyers. And, and the process is really, really smooth.
0: Right, and and that's what we said. It's you know, it's guaranteed income. Now, the one thing that can happen is, you know, obviously your purchase agreement can be the the other concern is, will my purchase agreement be voided because they get you know change in orders? The vast majority of time, we do not put offers on houses unless their PCS or permanent change of station has been confirmed. So, right. You know, it's not, uh, buyers aren't out there when their orders haven't been confirmed putting in offers. So I think that would be very rare.
1: And a lot of them already know too, they won't even come over here, visit with us and start looking at at houses until they get that in their
0: hand. Right. So I think that these are a couple of things that that sellers kind of worry about. And I, have very rarely run into issues, you know, now I have to kind of preface that by saying, are there some underwriting issues generally with some VA lenders? Absolutely. There's also those types of issues with any, you know, any, any loan. You know, conventional underwriting can get caught up. Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially, uh, not to call it any particularly, but larger lenders, national lenders mm-hmm. who have, you know, large processing teams sometimes can be longer timetables. But that's not specific to VA, I don't think.
1: Well, I, and I do like local VA lenders um, because you have a physical person you can talk to, see, discuss, meet with. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- there's also another larger lender that I really, really like, too, where I have one processor I can mm-hmm. suggest every time.
0: I know she's going to get the loan, and she is going to get it done. I think that we we're talking about the same lender. I just actually got that processor's name. So. Uh,
1: yeah, and I, I try to make sure everybody in our office that does it has it because mm-hmm. I tell you what, she is a... A kick-ass lady she works hard we all have the same common goals of taking care of our client um and man it is just amazing to have one
0: point of contact through mm-hmm. the entire process and that's a great point no matter what loan you're looking for if you're kind of shopping lenders see if they're going to pass you off from one person to the next because not only is it you're talking to four different people but if their system isn't in place to make sure your docs are going along with it it might mean extra work for you uh going and getting more docs things like that so or multiple docs like the same docs five different times exactly so the, the our point on this is if you're a seller don't i would not worry especially if your property's in pretty decent shape and especially if it's been built in the last 20 years the vast majority of the things that that va needs done are going to be done um Absolutely. i wouldn't worry about it and it's a great way to support our men and women in uniform or our veterans it uh, was a great program for them and uh you know Chris and i obviously do a, a ton 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 of va so make sure that if you are and if you're an agent listening to this, you have questions about va feel free to reach out to either of us and we can answer your really specific questions on that and, oh, and give yeah, you our assurances
1: and that's something that that we both do a lot is educate when we're trying to present an offer and we'll see in the listing ticket you know cash conventional fha and no va va's mm-hmm. left off we're in one of the hottest va communities in the country why are we not offering VA? And you, after a little conversation, most times we can say, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at that.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's if you are a, a VA buyer, don't be turned off by the the rumors that you've heard. What you need to do is find yourself, uh, and Chris and I both have, have taken the uh, MRP, which is a uh, military relocation professional class. That being said, find yourself an agent who has a lot of experience doing VA, who knows the, the PCS process, the relocation process knows how stressful it is during your, you know, especially if you've got a military move, uh, We you know, we understand how all those things
1: work. When that
0: truck's coming, you can't stop it. Exactly. So we understand the timelines and the criteria that you need to be, uh need to be working with. So, okay, guys, this is, uh, stay tuned for more episodes of the Homes Real Estate Podcast coming up. Follow us on uh, Facebook at myself is uh, facebook.com slash home in Macomb or Peter Toring Realtor. Chris is, is Chris Van Bell Realtor. You can also find us on the Instagram and on the Twitter. Uh as always, feel free to follow the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and anywhere else you might get your podcast. And on our brand new, actually not brand new, but brand new to actually putting content on uh YouTube channel. Yeah, the that's Homes fantastic. Homes Real Estate Podcast. Home, like the acronym for our great lakes, H O M E S. Uh thanks so much, guys. We will see you next time. Take care.